Yankees win. The Yankees win. Welcome to NY Fly Zone, a first-class podcast. It is time to feed the fleet. What is going on, Fleet Nation? Welcome to episode 19, and I'm Brendan. And I am Jared. And today we got some breaking news to discuss that happened just a couple days ago. Sam Darnold traded to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, it was uh, very uh, sudden, came out of the bloom, but we knew it was inevitable that the Jets would get part ways with Sam Darnold. And now it's here, we'll dive into that. So, Brandon, uh, we'd like to go over the Sam Darnold trade. Yeah, Jared, let's hop into it. So. Basically, the New York Jets make this deal. We knew that this was going to happen. Um, I mean, I know that the Jets fan base was split 50-50 for the most part. Some people wanted the Joe Douglas to basically make a haul and uh, trade back kind of like what Miami did. It was either keep Sam or it was trade Sam. I personally, if you listen to the past podcast and what I've been saying, Jared, you know my take. I personally wanted the Jets to start fresh. I mean, if you look at Sam Darnold and if you see the – just if you see him and how he's been on film, he's been regressing uh, on a yearly basis. Um, and for the New York Jets, I mean, it seems like we got bigger hopes. We're sitting here at number two, um, number two overall. And there's a lot of great quarterbacks that are in this draft. We talked about it in our previous podcast. You know, we got high hopes on like Trey Lance. We got high hopes on Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, on and on and on. So let's hop into this detail. So, the Carolina Panthers have traded the sixth round pick 2021, a 2022 second round pick and a 2022 fourth round pick in exchange for Sam Darnold. Jared, that's three overall picks in exchange for a quarterback in which we knew we we're going to part ways with what's what I personally love this trade. I'll get into that later, but what do you think about this? I mean, look, there was reports in the beginning of this off season that the jets were looking for a first round pick for Sam Darnold. And what the Panthers are really training for here is the potential. Darnold, only 23 years old, still has potentially 17 years in this NFL league to give. So to them, draft picks don't really matter, especially if it's not a first-round pick. Uh, when I first saw the news, it only said a six-round pick for 2021 and two other draft picks for next season. And the Jets got lucky they got a second-round pick. I feel like that made the deal make sense for them. Otherwise, it would have been, I think, they lost a lot of value on Sam Darnold. Um, I personally believe if they did this trade earlier in the offseason, they could have gotten more. But because like the every other team situated got their quarterback situation down packed, there's only like, a couple teams left rather than several teams that could have used the quarterback. So I think the Jets missed out on that. And they got what it was worth. And it was hard to um, put a value on Sam Darnold due to his in uh, unreliable play, basically. And they did what they had to do. They parted ways, and I like the deal for both teams. And I think it benefits both teams in the long run. So, Jared, I saw that you selected on our on NY Fly Zone's poll that 
the Panthers won this trade. Is that correct? Yes, that is true. Um, to me, I feel like, like I said, they lost a lot of value on that pick on the on the trade because it took so long to deal him. And as you say, uh, the, the the league knew the Jets were trying to part ways with Sam Darnold. And the thing is, we haven't even seen him under a different coach than Adam Gase. And that's a big, big um, difference maker, I believe. And he hasn't really gotten the help. So the Jets, now that they make this move, they look towards the future. And what really scares me, I want to hear your thoughts about this, is now they're going to draft a quarterback with no really mentor there. Do the Jets, who is the Jets backup QB right now? As of right now, it's James Morgan, our fourth-round pick, I believe, that we took last year. Yeah, so I think the next step now for the Jets is to sign a veteran QB to you know, kind of mentor Zach Wilson, whoever they draft, just so you know he's not all alone out there, just so there's like a backup plan if he's not – Zach Wilson's not great right away because, you know, there's a possibility that, you know, these draft prospects need to learn and grow. So now I feel like the Panthers have their guy. There's going to be a QB competition over in Carolina. And the Jets are going to have to find a, like a better backup QB and now have to pick their guy for the future. Yeah, I'm going to say that the Jets won this trade. And the reason why I'm going to say that, no bias in me on this one, believe me, is because, Jared, I'm going to, I'm going to debate you real quick. So you said before that, they waited a little bit too long to trade him in which his value has depreciated. I definitely see where you're coming from, but why would you trade your quarterback, Sam Darnold, urgently to be trigger happy, right? Especially if you haven't even got a chance to get a good, to do your homework on these quarterbacks. You're thinking about your future here. If you're Joe Douglas, you want to be able to do your due diligence, do your homework, make sure you can soak in every hour of film in these quarterbacks, like a Justin Fields, Trey Lance, or, or Zach Wilson, which we presume to be the number two pick. Um, so I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with the way that this happened um, as a Jets fan, and I'm more than happy with the haul that we have received. If you look at it, 2022 second-round pick. And, yeah, I know that that's not this year. I know that that second-round pick can't be used around Zach Wilson, presuming that he will be taken. But that's still us building for our future, and I love that because that's, that's going to complement us as a young franchise. If you look at the NFL um, and how the Jets have played – as, as an organization, we have failed um, to base ever since 2010 when we had a championship team and we, had, we were full up with veterans and we were ready to win. We came so close. Ever since then, we just were filled with horrible draft picks. We weren't able to get our quarterback. Now we're in a position where Joe Douglas, we're sitting high up in this draft. Second overall pick, first overall pick. You don't really get, there's not that much of a difference. I understand it's Trevor Lawrence, but Zach Wilson is something special in his own. And did it glitch here? No, you're good. Um, but Zach Wilson is something special on his own. And we're going to be receiving a 2021 20, six-round pick. Now, I know that that's not that much, but that's still more depth. And moving on, you still have a four, two fourths, two seconds, and two firsts in next year's draft. And why – I understand that this is a defining move by Joe Douglas. If this hits the fan, he's out. I get that. But sometimes you got to trust your gut. And basically, like Joe Douglas were able to do this, I think it really indicates something. He said on his, um, on his, on his interview today, he basically came out and said that if the Jets were picking anywhere other than number two, they would have stayed with Sam Darnold. So I think that that basically shows how appreciative they are with Sam, 
having him be a part of this Jets organization this far, how they understand how great of a quarterback he is. But if you find someone and if you believe that Zach Wilson is that it factor, that guy that can hoist the Lombardi trophy, you got to get him. And now you make great points. And I'm not going to sit here and argue that the Jets don't have a lot of draft capital. They do. And that, and that is great for any team. You want to be able to add guys and find surprises in those late round picks. All I'm saying is that, you know, it's not like they traded away. A, it's hard to tell what San Donald's value is. I agree. But you're trading away a 23-year-old quarterback, former first-round pick, who hasn't really had his chance in this league. I still feel like he hasn't gotten his chance, even though he had two seasons. It's not like he had a whole system. It wasn't like the Jets were, you know, supposed to be playoffs every season he was quarterback. They did what the Jets were supposed to do, win a couple of games. So I feel like if they rode out, even if they rode out with him next season, it would have given a chance to either up his value under a different coach and allow the Jets to groom their young quarterback the way they wanted to. Because that's the trend that's been happening around the NFL. It all started when Pat Mahomes sat while Alex Smith played. And look how great Pat Mahomes turned out. Now I'm saying Pat Mahomes isn't, Zach Wilson isn't going to be Pat Mahomes or whoever they draft. I'm not saying Sam Donald's Alex Smith, but it's just what's been happening lately. Joe Flacco was playing as the Ravens starting QB, and Lamar Jackson takes over. So I know the age is different between, you know, a veteran like Alex Smith and Joe Flacco, but Sam Donald has that, you know, he knows what the league's been about for the past two seasons. He could have, you know, easily taught him and even fire some competitive spirit in Sam to raise his draft stock, his trade stock. So now I feel like the Panthers, who have a pretty good off have pretty great offensive weapons, Christian McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson, now have and still have a six round six overall pick in this draft, uh, or a high overall pick in this draft, they still get a good quarterback for, you know, a second round pick basically, because a six round pick doesn't really mean that much in NFL standards. Yeah, I was very happy to hear this trade happen because Seeing Sam go to Carolina, I like it for a lot of reasons. I talked about it before in my reaction video that's uploaded on our Instagram page. Basically, I think Carolina is the perfect destination for Sam Darnold, and I'll explain. That New York, um, literally, like that, it's a melting pot in New York, and it's literally like the pedestal is so hard for these quarterbacks to come in here, and I really believe that it basically like shattered his confidence and. Now both teams are able to part ways, and I think it makes sense. I love Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator there in Carolina. I love what he's able to do systematically and, and the type of offense that he runs. That's an instant upgrade over Adam Gase, instant upgrade with what Sam Darnold's used to, with Todd Bowles, Adam Gase, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And Matt Rule, in which the New York Jets desperately wanted to be our head coach, but, but Christopher Johnson said, the only way that you can coach our team is if – Greg Williams could be your DC. And Matt Rule was like, hell no, I picked my DC. I'm the head coach. Get out of here. So goodbye. So I, I like this. I like this a lot because it makes sense. You're having a franchise that believes in Sam because he's 23 years old and you watch and you can see the flashes that Sam makes him rolling out, escaping the pocket and throwing it nice pass. You know, there, he has what it takes to be good. He just needs to be coached correctly. And if you look at, what he's done on the course of his three years here with the New York Jets. His first season in 2018, he totaled up 2,800 yards, 17 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. And then he then he had a, he started to improve in 2019. He had 3,000 yards, 19 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. And then 2020 is where he really 
started to drop off to just roughly over 2,000 yards, nine touchdowns, 11 interceptions. So I think the main reason why we're changing systems here is because it makes the most sense for both parties. And the New York Jets have an option and an, and an opportunity to take a quarterback like Zach Wilson that fits this offense a lot better than Sam Donald. And Sam Donald going into his third offensive playbook in the NFL in four years, that's just that's a setup for disaster in my belief. I think it's best for him and for this organization for this to happen. And I was so excited to find out that it was Carolina amongst all teams. And Jared, as you said before, how you mentioned that his stock was depreciating, that was a concern of mine from Jets fans. I think the talks of what he was able to get one from a first round pick, then to a second round pick, then to a third round pick. And just recently, everyone was saying, this is what I want people to remember. Just recently, everyone was saying that Sam isn't going to go for a second, that he's not going to go for a third, that some GMs would give him a fourth. Joe Douglas was able to get a second, a fourth, and a sixth. That's three different picks that is going to be allocated to our future. So I think it's a win-win for both teams. And I, I, I'm really excited as a Jets fan. And I thank you, Sam Donald, for all that you've given to this organization. It's been a pleasure to watch you. Definitely one of my favorite quarterbacks that I've witnessed. I mean, growing up, I've seen Chad Pennington, Brett Favre. I've seen, um, I've seen everything. I've seen Ryan Fitzpatrick, Geno Smith, Bryce Petty, Christian Hackenberg, Tim Tebow, Michael Vick, um, Sam Donald, Josh McCown, and now the next, all of the quarterbacks of the graveyard. But, you know, you got to respect Sam Donald for his class act, just being able to get chewed up by the media and she's still going there and going to work every day. Carolina's got a good one, and I trust Joe, um, Joe Brady to do the right thing. And him reuniting with Robbie Anderson is just a nice little compliment, too. Yeah, let's talk about that QB competition now in Carolina. Do you expect Sam Darnold to be the starter one for the Panthers? I think that Teddy Wood Bridgewater, I think that they're going to – well, I heard that they're going to pick up Sam's fifth-year option or, like, they're going to, like, pay him 18 mil, extend him 18, 19 mil. Um, which is a hefty price. So that shows that Carolina is committed. So that kind of tells me that Teddy Bridgewater's time is up. Yeah, he signed a big contract the previous offseason too. And he actually had his best statistical season uh, in his career. You know, he had more yards than he did with the Vikings. His complete, his complete percentage was 4% higher. It's just that the, the Panthers didn't perform that well. He almost beat through for 3,700 yards. And it's not his QB rating was 92.1. So it's not like, you know, he's a scrub out here. I think that Teddy Bridgewater can be traded for maybe a second round, a sixth round, and a third round pick back, to be honest. So the Panthers might end up not losing, you know, not really anything for Sam Darnold because they had Teddy Bridgewater already, who could definitely help another team. The difference is that Teddy Bridgewater is 28 years old and has injury history, and Sam Darnold is very young. And I think there's going to be some competition, maybe a little bit, if they can't find the suitor. And it's hard not to make the trade and not start him week one just because you want to throw him out there. But what are you going to do with Teddy Bridgewater? I think they have to trade him now. Yeah, you're definitely going to have to trade Teddy at this point. I mean, you're committed to Sam Darnold. And at this point, what's going on in Carolina – for Matt Rule and Joe Brady is to make sure that Sam is comfortable, whether that's going out there and taking a Kyle Pitts or going out there and drafting a Jamar Chase or a Devonta Smith, doing what you have to do to surround him with talent in which the Jets 
failed to do him with. And just taking a glance at who Sam Darnold is going to be going up against, we got the Carolina or we got the Arizona Cardinals, we got the Falcons, the Bills, the Saints, the Buccaneers, the Eagles, the Patriots, the Jets, the Minnesota Vikings, Dallas Cowboys, Miami Dolphins, Saints, Giants, Tampa Bay Bucks, football team, and Houston Texans. I just can't believe that I'm going to see Sam Darnold in another uniform staring at us at the sideline. It's crazy how things can change. Yeah, for sure. You know, the Panthers were 4-8 and eight last year. They have the number eight pick in, in the draft, and I definitely could see them picking an offensive weapon. That's the smartest move, in my opinion, or maybe even you no know, tactical to protect Darnold. But, you know, this division, there's the Bucks and the Saints and the Falcons. Uh, the Bucks, I think, are going to win the division. I think I predict the Saints are going to fall off a little bit. So the Panthers may be able to sneak in and be more competitive this season for sure. You know, the NFC is very competitive as a whole, especially with the Rams now in the, getting Matthew Stafford. That whole NFC West is crazy. So it's going to be hard for the Panthers to sneak in a wild card spot. But I know at least next season with a combination of whoever they draft at number eight and Sam Darnold could be a scary, uh, scary dark horse team. Yeah, the NFC South consists of Carolina, the Bucks, Atlanta, and the Saints. So if you think about Sam Darnold, he may be in a position here to potentially be the king of this of this division. I mean, if you think about it, Tom Brady's time is is ticking. I mean, like I hate to say that, but I mean he's got reality. Real, yeah. He's, no, you're right because he only has about hopefully five more seasons and Darwin's has at least 17 if he stays consistent exactly and Drew Brees so, already hung it up and and Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan is probably it. done yeah. it's pro- they're probably going to take a quarterback at, at number four let's face it so we may see what well, we have already seen one but we may see two new quarterbacks this offseason in the NFC South and that very well could be a Justin Fields or Trey Lance that's a so great they, point. Yeah. So you're looking at a division that could be, that could potentially be a Sam Darnold, Tom Brady. Hold up. Can we just remind? Can we just think about the fact that Sam Darnold just didn't es- escape Tom Brady? Like he's <laughs> gonna have to see him for two weeks, one home, one away. Yeah. It's actually funny. <laughs> so maybe he'll continue seeing ghosts. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I mean. And I want to bring up some more thing. The Jets now, you know, they're going to draft a QB in the draft. Um, I think what they need to do is go out and sign either Alex Smith or RG3 to like a one year, you know, $1.5 million contract just to have that presence there for their new QB. You know, RG3 would be a great QB if they end up getting you know, Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, you know, a mobile type quarterback. And Alex Smith, you're going to get basically everything, intellect, character by signing him. So I think that's the next move for Jets to make. Yeah, if I'm Joe Douglas, I am making that move too. We need a veteran quarterback that can come in here on a cheap salary, nothing crazy. We can't, we can't give him anything crazy. I personally am in favor of Alex Smith. I think that man is a warrior. I don't think I really respect what he has done on and off the field. Um, Especially, you know, he has the experience in the playoffs. I mean, I know he necessarily couldn't close out 
for the Chiefs or for the Niners, but he really being the first overall pick, you know, he has that experience. And I think that he definitely could be a nice mentor for Zach Wilson coming in. And moving on to what you were talking about before, if the Jets go this route at number two, which we will, and if we go and we take that route of taking a Zach Wilson, Jared, what do you think the best positional pick should be for our 23rd overall pick from Seattle? Who do you think what who, who do you think we should take from there on? The 23rd pick, you guys should look if there's any other uh even like oh, offensive offensive lineman available who's you know was passed over or any I would say help that uh help the uh secondary pretty much because look I feel like the 23rd pick is an interesting spot and I feel like you have to look at who falls to you it's going to be uh you know game time decision for the Jets to draft someone they're going to have at least 10 names for that pick because this draft is very unpredictable the way teams are going to go it's a lot of teams that could go offensively could go defensively and Jets are one of those teams who you know they've upgraded at a lot of key positions this offseason. They sign and go out and sign Corey Davis. They get edge rushers, you know, and they use uh, their number, their first-round pick on an offensive lineman last year. So do they want to do that again this year? They might want to go defensive route. So, honestly, I am not sure yet. You probably know – you probably have a better direction more than me just because of your Jets fandom. I definitely do think that the New York Jets need to – really sit down and think collectively and we got to do the exact opposite of what Mike McCagnan did with Sam Darnold after he called his name. The New York Jets have to do everything to build just a complete arsenal around um, Sam, um, around Zach Wilson. That's what we have to do. We have to get key players and continue to grow this offense. We need a power offense. I know Zach Wilson loves to play action, which is great because our offensive coordinator, our new one, LaFleur loves it as well. So it's they're going to complement the two. We know that Zach Wilson is is will most likely be our guy. We just have to do our due diligence in making sure that we protect him. I think that interior guard makes the most sense for New York because if you look at our starting line, it goes Mekhi Beckton, left guard, or I'm sorry, left tackle. Then left guard is Alex Smith, and he's a question mark. Then center is Connor McGovern. Right guard is um, Van Rowen, and then our right tackle is Fant. I think the tackles are locked. Fant's fine. I think Makai obviously is fine. Him having one of the most, you know, like jaw-dropping um, years as a rookie, probably the second best offensive uh, lineman um, aside from Tristan Wirth. Shout out to him. He did his thing and got a ring with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. But um, Makai Becton, you know, huge size, huge ability um, to in run coverage and pass coverage, passing coverage. You know, you, you watch him on tape. He's doing – everything in his power. And that's the type of guys that JD wants in the building, people that love the sport of football and that will go out there and absolutely dominate. And I think if you look at him, if you look at JD and if you look at how he was able to pick Makai Becton and he was someone that people were skeptical at first about because he pat, he didn't pass his drug test um, for marijuana, um, which, you know, I'm pretty sure they won't be testing that anymore uh, because of the regulations that have changed. But um, anyways, at the time, he, he didn't pass the marijuana uh, test. And that, you know, obviously, like, people had questions about his personality and whatnot. That didn't phase him, and it worked out. Um, so I think that I think that guard is, is probably the right move here to protect um, Zach Wilson. You have to do everything to make sure that this man is standing, um, that, that, that he's 
protected so he can display his talent and then he can move the sticks with his arm. And, um, and seriously, I mean, you look at this division, you look how talented this is. Think about what Zach Wilson is going to go into. He's going to play. He's going to have to go up against and play the bills that are the reigning divisional champs. Literally we're in one game away from the Super Bowl. face Mahomes one game away. And then we got the Patriots after that off season, that huge Kent spending spree. Bill Belichick is still there. And then you got the Dolphins that are just, you know, lighting up the league with these trades and just continuing to just build this roster and bolster this team. And they may get a stud wide receiver that our corners can't guard. So seriously, like, yes, getting a quarterback that that is very talented, you know, at number two is going to help this team. And it might help this team more than having a shattered quarterback in Sam Donald. But we have to do everything in our power to surround him. And I think that a guard, you know, take away Alex Smith or a Van Roten and you put in someone um, that, you know, like get like the third best guard available. And then you just continue just helping him in that aspect. Yeah, you make a great point about how Zach Wilson is going to be thrown or wherever he gets drafted is going to be thrown out in the waters facing an ascending AFC East division the Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots upgrading the season. That's why I think it is a must. It is a, necess- a necessity for the Jets to go out and get that backup veteran QB because there's going to be some games where, you know, the Bills blow out the Jets, and he's got to know whoever that quarterback is that it's okay. There's next game, there's next week, and to keep your, hell, keep your head up high. And – you know, it's going to be a young quarterback. Sam, got to, you know, be like Sam Donald, uh, respect the media, and, you know, be out there every post game to, you know, give your thoughts and just be a team player. And I think that that backup QB is a need for the Jets. There's no doubt in my mind that the New York Jets have to go out there and get someone for their future quarterback. He can't do it alone. I just – it's going to be interesting to see how our how the New York Jets quarterback responds. I think that a lot of this is going to come from Salah. A lot of this is going to come from Coach Salah and his plans going forward for the New York Jets. It, we will see – and remember that I said this because this is true. We will see through Zach Wilson or whatever quarterback we take at number two's performance, Robert Salah's coaching abilities. And I truly mean that. And I know Robert Sala is a defensive coordinator, and I know he may not be the Andy Reid, and I know he may not be the, you know, the innovator of an offensive mind. But I think that Robert Sala, I think that he was brought into this building for culture. The Jets have not had culture for 10 years. We've lost it. I mean, Todd Bowles, shout out to him. You know, he was our least he was our last most respectful, you know, the last time we had a head coach that people actually somewhat respected, even though he wasn't even that good at a head coach position, but shout out to him. <laughs> He's got a great defensive mind and he mm-hmm. actually knows football. Adam Gase. I don't even, I don't even know if he knows where he is when he was at MetLife stadium, honestly. Um, having people hold his challenge flag for him. Did you know about that? He wouldn't even hold his own yeah. challenge flag. Yeah. He's just, um, just a weird coach all around. So, so I really think that Robert Sala, I think that our quarterback's energy his seriousness, their devotion, 
is going to come from Robert Sala. I mean, look at, you know, and, I, and I'm by no means trying to put our new Jets head coach in the same equation or conversation as Tom Brady or Bill Belichick. But think about what I'm trying to say here. Tom Brady controls all of the offense. Bill doesn't have to worry about the offense. That's all Tom Brady. But what Bill can promise Tom Brady is that he can get the ball back to him when he needs to. And if you look at Robert Saul, if you look at what his defense is about, he brought Jimmy Garoppolo to the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and that's Jimmy Garoppolo. And the Niners are saying, bye-bye, I'm trading up, and I'm going to take the third-best quarterback off the board because we're not – we can't win with Jimmy – we can't go the distance for Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo. So mm-hmm. I think Zach Wilson makes a lot of sense for New York because of his swagger. And he has, he has something to him. You watch him play. You know, he makes motions, throws it nonchalant. And look, I'm not trying to jinx this one, man. I, I'm, not, I'm really not. But I have to be honest, and I can't lie to everyone. I have to say what I'm feeling right now. And it was the right move to get rid of Sam Darnold. It, it had to be done. We didn't lead him on. Now it's time to move on. And like I said before, once his name's called, he's got he's to – the Jets need to accompany him. They need to bring him in and teach him and say, hey, there's people out here that don't want to see you do good. This is New York. This is the biggest in, This is the biggest market in the world. Are you sure? And I'm sure that they've had this conversation before. I'm sure that Joe Douglas at his pro day spoke to his family and spoke to Zach Wilson. Are you able to do this? Is this in your blood? And, and it seems right now that the dots ha- are connected. Yeah, and I... Is there any possible way the Gi- uh, the Jets don't pick Zach Wilson? I feel like all signs are pointing to him, and you know people will be shocked if the Jets go out and get Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and I just feel like it's an inevitable that the Jets will get Wilson. And you're right; he has that swagger. Even his profile picture um, has him in a Jordan headband. Unlike the rest, he's going to stand out. He's going to bring that energy, and. You know, it's not like that Baker Mayfield swagger he had, but I feel like it's a good controlled amount that you need to be competitive in this league. So the Jets should be excited. And, you know, maybe you got rid of Sam Darnold, but you got a bright future, all these draft picks, and you have time and new coach. So that's the best thing you, you can need, time and talent, and the Jets will have that. Yeah, and I definitely agree with you when you say that he has that swagger to him and it's not Baker Mayfield like it's on the level of Baker Mayfield which is what I personally like because you can't have cock and I don't want headlines like when you come to New York and you play for the New York Jets or the Giants or you don't want headlines and that's why I think JD and I think that you know like our our whole organization needs to have this conversation with Zach Wilson to make sure before he signs that rookie contract make sure that he knows what this league is what kind of questions the New York press is going to be asking him What's going to happen to him the next day when he goes on his phone if he if he throws a pick in the red zone with three seconds left to win the game? Like, he really needs to know. He needs to be all in from the beginning. And I know that and, – and, yeah, no, he doesn't have that cockiness that Baker does. So he has that, that you know, that mojo to him that, that, that Namath had, and New York loved it. But he's not going to be going out here pointing fingers and, and you know, and, and making clicks. So let's hope that, that it stays that way and that he knows his role here in New York. The only headlines he should be making is the Jets winning games. And I don't expect Wilson to go out partying or be caught and do anything stupid like Johnny Manziel. So I feel this is a great pick for the Jets. And it sucks they have to pick a quarterback 
using a top uh, three pick um, so soon with Sam Darnold and now presumably Zach Wilson. But it is what it is. You had to do it. You had to move on. And it is it is what it is now. You have more draft capital. You got more players in free agency. New York is becoming more of a destination for free agents. And hopefully that continues into next season after this. And people would want to play for Zach Wilson, play for Robert Sala, play for Matt LaFleur, and just keep building that chemistry, like you said. And I feel like this Jets team is going to be somewhat similar to what the Giants were this past season with their first manager, with their first season with head coach Joe Judge. Competitive. Have that fire to win. You know, the Giants weren't supposed to be anything. They only won four or five games, but they still made every game competitive. They made watching fun. And I do not expect the Jets to go 0-17 next season. And but I don't expect them to win division, but I still don't expect them to be as bad and as a, as much as a laughing stock they've been the past couple of seasons under Adam Gase and a little bit with Todd Bowles. <laughs> and I think whoever our quarterback is, assuming Zach Wilson, I think already this this team has more support than Sam has had. I mean, if you think about it, you got Crowder, you got Davis, you got. Mims, you got Coleman as a running back. So, like, these options, it's showing that the New York Jets are committed to their future and they're not going out here blowing money in, in areas because they're not in the win mount in the win now mode. And I just want to say something that um that that's funny that you may find funny. Once this trade hit the air, you know, breaking news, Sam Darnold to Carolina. Zach Wilson has gained, I want to say, 11,000 followers on Instagram. I want to even say it's more. He had something around 90, around the 90 range. I wasn't, like, pristine with it. I wasn't, like, exact. But now he's at 110K followers. So the Jets fans are showing him love. And and also Adam Schefter, Schefter, who we literally, like, talked, like, we talked to today. Shout out to him. Shout out. Shout out Adam Schefter. At Maris, you know, him coming here. Shout out to him. He said that he texted Zach Wilson after this trade saying, welcome to New York. Yeah, it's all signs point to Wilson. And if I'm a Jets fan, I'm riding the wave. Get hyped. And, I mean, do you expect Wilson to have a better career and a better start than Sam Darnold? Because I think the obvious answer is yes, based on the additions and new coaching staff. I'm not going to say yes, because um, I've seen too much horrid uh, upsets in my life as a Jets fan. I mean, if you look at what Sam Donald did, he had a positive touchdown to interception ratio coming into his rookie year. He had Todd Bowles as his head coach, 2,865 yards, 57.7 completion percentage, you know, 17 touchdowns. His his best season. No, no, I'd say his best season was his sophomore year when he had 19 touchdowns, 13 oh, okay. interceptions. Okay. But it was his second best season. And and that and that's pretty decent. I mean, look, I'm not expecting Zach Wilson to come in and blow the doors off. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's happening. What I want to see is some promise. I, I think his ceiling is, and, and that's this is obvious, right? Like his ceiling is rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. That's his ceiling. If he could somehow win that over Trevor Lawrence, and if and if we still win, like, all right, if we win, like, three games because our roster just isn't there, and if he's, and then if he somehow wins Offensive Rookie of the Year, 
then then we're fine. Then we're good. But I don't know. I, at this point, I, I really, Jared, I don't want to jinx anything. And I'm going to tell you right now, even if he plays as well as Sam Darnold did his, his, his freshman year, I think we're okay. But I want to see him play better than that. I know you say you didn't want to jinx it, but I have one more question. What would what would would have to happen to make this trade a fail for the Jets? Would it be like Sam Darnold balling out and Wilson being average? Would it be you know Sam not being okay, but also Zach Wilson not being that good either? What would make this trade a fail for the Jets? This would be a fail if if Zach if Sam Darnold outperforms Zach Wilson. If Sam Darnold goes there and he is 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 lighting up the league he cleans up his act he when i say cleans up his act i'm saying on the field specifically like he's not turnover prone and then zach wilson just not working out you know like that that's how when that's how it would fail it would fail if zach wilson just doesn't you know if in three four years we're, we're right back here again in order for you know us to hit this out of the park and for this to be a historic trade is 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 for it to play out exactly where it needs to be. And 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 I know that Jared, I know this is a risky, 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 risky game because Sam Darnold has shown somewhat sense of stability. He's shown, I mean, he's shown like that he will come and play decent. I mean, I know he was the worst quarterback in the NFL last year, but you gotta got you gotta catch him a break given with what's around him. But I think ultimately JD sees something in something incredible at number two, and it's just too good not to pass up. So ending up this segment, what's done is done. We knew that the New York Jets were going to move on in part ways with Sam Darnold. I am in favor of it because of I, I watched him this whole season and I watched him regress in the New York Jets uniform. That doesn't mean that he won't be able to do, to get better you know, where the weather's warmer, where it's a smaller market, where there's better coaching for him and having Robbie again and having Christian McCaffrey and having all those options. No, because it, it literally will get better for him. He will be fine. I've watched him and I support him and he is a great fit there in Carolina. It's going to work out for him. I have confidence in that. But now for the New York Jets, it is, you, you, did, the, you did all the fancy stuff. You know, you did it. You, you, you're in the headlines now. You got rid of Sam Darnold. Now you need to be, a thousand percent more careful in your decision at number two and how you groom him because this decision can't be made. The mistakes cannot happen twice. This is a career altering move potentially for the good or for the worse for Joe Douglas and the cameras are on him now. Thanks for listening to episode 19. If you guys can comment, like, subscribe to our podcast help growing this brand ny fly zone the flies podcast around yes sir first class fleet nation thank you for so much for listening uh you know be patient with us uh we're gonna one day be very big um and we're learning as we go we're trying new things please let us know if you have any suggestions follow us on socials and if you want to be a guest too, hey, shout us out. You know, we're always uh, willing to talk with someone else because we love talking sports. You know, we love talking to the NFL. So thanks for listening. And yeah, peace. Peace. Thank you 
This has been the NY Fly Zone Podcast. We drop every Wednesday on Spotify and Apple Music. Follow us on Instagram at NYFlyZone. Turn to a savage, pocket got fatter, she got me daddy. Smoking that gas, got all that zany, she on a powder. Nowadays, I am on my head, I got sadder. Money got longer, speaker got louder, car got faster. Turn to a savage, pocket got fatter, she got me daddy. Smoking that gas, got all that zany, she on a powder. Nowadays, I am on my head, I got sadder. Money got longer, speaker got louder, car got faster. Money so all dollars spoiled.